Hey, it's Harinda here, holistic life coach and counsellor, helping to bring peace and balance back into your life. Now let me ask you a question. Do you consider yourself to be a sensitive person? Someone who feels everything deeply? Someone who is naturally attuned to the feelings of others? Someone who needs a lot of time alone to unwind and recharge? As a child, perhaps you were described as timid, shy, soft or emotional. Do you startle easily and find that bright lights, loud noises, strong smells and crowds can be difficult to tolerate? And if you find yourself in a chaotic, pressurised or tense situation, do you quickly start feeling overwhelmed and stressed or you simply shut down? Now, if any of these statements are resonating with you, then you may be a highly sensitive person. Many of the people I work with definitely are, but sometimes they don't know it, or if they do, they struggle to manage their sensitivity. Being sensitive can be a mixed blessing. Highly sensitive people are gifted with high levels of creativity, empathy and intuition. They have insights that other people miss. Poets, writers, artists, therapists and healers often have this trait. Highly sensitive people are neurologically wired differently to the rest of the population. Their nervous systems are much more sensitive to the subtleties in their environment than those of their non-sensitive counterparts. And because they're highly attuned to the energy of people and places, they pick up on other people's emotions, often unconsciously and this can wear them down. And consequently, they become overstimulated. The fight or flight response, which is usually triggered when a person feels threatened or in danger, is activated much more easily than in non-sensitive people, causing a range of uncomfortable physical sensations, such as an increased heart rate, rapid breathing, tense muscles and clammy hands. And this also leads to an inability to think straight and feelings of distress, clumsiness, confusion and being out of control. Now, if you are a highly sensitive person, then the good news is that you can learn to manage your sensitivity. With self-awareness and little effort, you can build strategies for self-protection and self-care into your daily routine. Now, being a highly sensitive person myself, here are my suggestions for how to best take care of your needs. These are the things that I've learnt to do over time that help me to manage my sensitivity and ensure that I can lead a full and rewarding life. Number one, become aware of and work around your triggers. Now, pay attention to the people, places, activities and situations that cause you discomfort. As highly sensitive people, we're all different and so are our levels of tolerance to different kinds of stimuli. Knowing what you can and cannot stomach will help you make choices that are right for you. Now remember, self-knowledge leads to empowerment. Although there is a word of warning here, You must bear in mind that although your preference may be to avoid or minimise your trigger activities and situations, this isn't always the most beneficial option. Instead, it's worth considering how you can work around the issues. 
For example, if you have to travel to work by public transport and find the rush hour noise and overcrowding too unsettling, you can choose to travel earlier in the morning or later in the evening. You could also wear earplugs or listen to calming music through headphones while you're on the tube or train. Number two, establish strong but flexible boundaries. Now you may find that being around certain people, places or situations drains your energy and makes you feel worn out. But at the same time, you, as a kind, empathic person, may struggle to set clear boundaries, especially in close relationships where you tend to get over-involved. It's important to establish flexible boundaries that allow you to let in what you want and keep out what you don't want. This can take some practice, but it's crucial to managing your energy and looking after your well-being. Now take a look at my blog, How to Establish and Maintain Healthy Boundaries on my website for more help with this. Number three, avoid multitasking with too many tasks. Trying to do too many things at once is not only a recipe for overwhelm, but it also makes you less productive. Ideally, focus on doing just one thing at a time, giving it your full attention. If that's not possible because of the demands on your time, For example, you may have to cook dinner whilst watching the kids. Then limit the multitasking to as few tasks as possible and do it for only a short period of time. Number four, create a morning and bedtime routine. Now this is a particularly important part of my life. Instead of plunging headfirst into your day, give yourself some space in the morning to check in with yourself, ground into your being, and centre yourself, even if it's just for 10 minutes. This could be through yoga, meditation, prayer, journaling, or reading. This will allow you to feel calm and focused and set the energetic tone for the rest of the day. Again, for more ideas, have a read of my blog, Is Your Morning Routine Making or Breaking Your Day?, which you can find on my website. Keep bedtime calm too. Shut down all electronic devices at least an hour before bed and engage in calming activities such as taking a warm bath, listening to soothing music or doing some gentle stretching. Number five, get plenty of rest. When you've had an especially busy day, been with lots of people or in a stimulating environment, Allow yourself some quiet time in solitude to process your experiences, thoughts and feelings. Be sure to take time out for rest frequently, including periodic breaks throughout the day from your routine and responsibilities. This one always helps me. I schedule in short periods of time out throughout my day where I tune into my physical body, retreat from those around me just for a short period of time, become quiet and simply breathe. It makes all the difference to my energy levels and my ability to focus. Number six, practice rigorous self-care. Now, as a highly sensitive person, you're probably more susceptible to exhausting your energy levels if you do not eat on time, stay hydrated, get sufficient sleep or work reasonable hours. 
This can make it difficult for you to function properly. It's really important to listen to your body and ensure that you get good nutrition, sleep and exercise. Number seven, start a meditation practice. Meditation allows you to transcend the deep rut of your ordinary thinking and connect with the true essence of your being, which is pure consciousness. Now, from my experience as a soul contract reader and as a divine healer, I found that sensitive people tend to have a deeper spiritual nature, whether they themselves connect with it or not. Meditation practice is something that very quickly soothes and calms their mind, body and soul. Sensitive people are also generally speaking more prone to overthinking and being extra vigilant and many find that meditation is an effective way of quieting the mind as well as relieving anxiety and stress. If you'd like to try out a short but very powerful meditation practice, download my free breath awareness meditation from my website and check out my popular six-week meditation course. And again, you can find all the details on my website. And number eight, clear and protect your energy field daily. This is another very important point. When I realized in my late 20s that I was an energetic being and that my energy field was constantly interacting with other people's energy fields and worse still, constantly picking up energy from them and my environment, I was stunned. No wonder I felt so awful so suddenly, sometimes with no apparent trigger. My inner world and my random responses started making a lot of sense to me. I wasn't weak or ill or crazy. I was simply overly empathic and sensitive to other people's moods, thoughts, intentions and feelings. My first therapist showed me how I could, just with my intention and imagination, keep my energy field clean clear and protected. This made a massive difference to the quality of my life and my ability to function in it. I now give my sensitive clients a protection script that they can use to every day wash away any negative energy that they may have picked up and I also encourage them place a protective shield around themselves to keep themselves safe and guarded and many of them report that this has made a big difference in their life. Number nine, spend time in nature. Walking in a wood or forest, by a lake, or in any open green space has an especially restorative effect on people who are highly sensitive, because it helps to naturally clear their energy field and ground their energy. Being grounded simply means that you are present in your body and connected with the earth. When you're grounded, you feel balanced, calm and secure in yourself. And conversely, when you're ungrounded, you feel out of sorts and can be thrown off balance very quickly. Sensitives tend to have trouble staying present in their bodies and experience anxiety and fatigue as a result. Engaging in any grounding activities always helps. Examples include yoga, exercise, tai chi, qigong, dance, gardening, and even cooking and cleaning. Now it may not always seem like it, 
But your sensitivity is a gift. Appreciate it. Recognize the special positive qualities it has blessed you with. A caring, empathic and compassionate nature. Loyalty, conscientiousness, passion, insight, a deep appreciation of the arts and an awareness of or openness to the spiritual dimension of your life. Now these qualities enrich your life and give it depth. Now I end this podcast with a quote from Jasmine Moonsong, a writer and spiritual counsellor. She says, Being a sensitive person is a gift that is widely misunderstood. It's a gift to sense everything in this beautiful world on a much deeper level. As such, we are gifts ourselves, returning that loving, positive energy back into the world. Now take excellent care of yourself, because we both know that if you don't, no one else will. And if you liked this podcast, then please subscribe and tell other people about it. And I hope to connect with you very soon. Bye for now.